this is to help you heal, and I'm your host, Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need, and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about what happens when we actually look for the good. You know, in the previous episodes, we've talked about how to change our negative self-talk, how to have an awareness of the things that we're thinking about ourselves, how to challenge them, how to look for our strengths, how to lean into those. And so if you're coming into this episode and you haven't listened to the previous ones, I'd encourage you to go back and check them out. Because if we really want to get good at recognizing the things that are special about us, the things that we do really well, if we want to call them out for ourselves, we have to do the other work first. It's necessary. You know, changing our negative self-talk isn't optional. It's on the list of things we have to do. And it's going to be so much easier and more beneficial if we're looking at the things we're good at through the lens that isn't fogged by the negative self-talk. Imagine putting on a pair of glasses or sunglasses and you're thinking to yourself, I can hardly see out of these things. They're so dirty. Or maybe, you know, your kids had sticky fingers and they got a hold of them and you try to put them on and, and look at them and you're just thinking, I cannot see a thing. That's what it's like when we're trying to see the good inside of ourselves through the lens of all these other things, all of the negatives. It's like trying to look through glasses that are dirty. We want to be able to actually see the things we're good at. We want to be able to, you know, edify ourselves, to encourage ourselves in the things that God created us to do and know we do them well. And if we want to see it, we need to be able to actually look at those things. And, you know, negative self-talk isn't the only thing that crowds that out. You know, maybe there are people in our lives who limit our ability to see our good because they're constantly calling out what they think are our flaws. And we're going to talk about all of the various things that go into us being able to see the good, you know, to see what what God just created us to do well. If we want to acknowledge those things, there are components of what goes into that. And so I hope you'll join me today as we talk through these things. But first, I want to start off by saying, you know, what happens when we actually look for the good? What are the changes that we're going to notice in ourselves? Because sometimes we have to know what the benefit is before we're willing to invest in something. And so especially if you do need to go back and listen to the previous episodes and do that work, maybe you want to know why it matters, what's in it for you. And so I'll give you the short list. When we are able to look at the good, it boosts our self-confidence. And when we have more self-confidence, it's going to increase our motivation and our resilience. If you're thinking to yourself, man, I really need some motivation or my resilience could use a little bit of help. That's going to come from your self-confidence, and that is going to come from acknowledging those things that you're good at. It improves our relationships because when we are good with ourselves, then we're not insecure in our relationships. We are okay with just as we are, and we don't feel like we have to change to suit the other person, or we're not feeling so intimidated by them. Self-confidence dials down the volume on our insecurity. It dials down our comparison and our anxiety. Who would have thought that 
all of these things could happen just because we are able to look inside ourselves and say, I am good at all these things and I'm going to own them. But that's what happens. And you know, if you want to get to this place where you are able to say, hey, here's the list of things that I'm good at, we have to be willing to recognize our worth. We have to be able to say, this is why I matter. And not necessarily just for the things I do, but more importantly, for who I am. You know, if if we love our job and we're really good at it, but we took that away, what would be our worth? Or if we're great at parenting and taking care of our home, but suddenly we couldn't do that, how would we define ourselves? What the value is that we bring to the world around us isn't necessarily based on all those things we do, but it's who we are. So who are you? When everything else is stripped away, how would you describe yourself? What's your worth? And if that's a hard question for you, then I would just ask you to even pause there just to think about that and to invite God into that space of saying, okay, God, what is my worth? You know, what value do I have outside of all these things I do? What value do I bring to the world just by being me? Because I think it's a lot easier to find our value based on what we do than who we are. And as we find that though, as we find our value based on just simply being the person that God created us to be, I think it helps us see the things we do in a different way. Because then we're able to see what we do through the lens of who we were created to be. And not that we have to do all these things to prove our worth, but we already know our worth when we start to do them. And that's where the confidence comes. And you know, we need those people around us that are going to champion us, that are going to help us see it inside of ourselves. There is nothing like having a circle of positive people. If we are surrounded by people who are fueled by negativity, who are always tearing others down or tearing us down or complaining about something, that's going to get in our head. You know, we're going to hear those voices, whether we want to sound like that or not. It might just be this place that causes frustration inside of us. But unless we do something about that, those words are going to stick and it's going to impact our mindset. So one of the best things we can do if we want to see our capabilities is surround ourselves with positive people. And not that they have to necessarily speak into us. But just by being around those who are looking at the world in a positive way, it's going to then impact our mindset so that we can look at the world and ourselves in a positive way. You know, we also need to set some small goals and then celebrate our wins. We almost have to make it so easy that we can't fail. When I am working with someone and we're, you know, strategizing their goals, I make them start really small, so small that there's no way they can't do it. Because we need that place of the guarantee of success. Because when we're able to accomplish something, even if it is small and it almost feels so ridiculous, when we accomplish that, it gives us the courage to believe that we can then do more so that we can set the bar a little bit higher next time. But absolutely, when we're starting out or if we've come through a season that's really worn us down, set the bar really small. Give yourself some small goals. Take the steps you need to get there and celebrate the win. Figure out what works for you. What kind of celebration do you like and do that thing? 
It's going to help you to believe in yourself, to believe that you're capable of more and to see what you've accomplished. There's nothing like that feeling of knowing that we've accomplished what we set out to do. But on the opposite side of that, we also have to know our triggers. You know, maybe there's this scenario or this person that every time we're with them or every time we do this thing, it just constantly pulls us down. We have to know that that's a trigger and probably stop doing it or stop being with them if possible so that it doesn't get in our heads and influence our ability to say those things and call them out inside of us, the things we're doing well. I don't think that we're taught to do that. You know, who's telling us, oh, hey, make a list every week of all the things that you've done well. Pat yourself on the back, celebrate it. You know, you succeeded no matter what it is. Maybe our goal is just to smile and talk to somebody in the grocery store. We should celebrate that we did that because gosh, what does that do for the other person? But nobody's telling us, you know, make a catalog of all those things, write them down, feel good about them, own who you are and love it. I know for me, the shift came and my confidence grew when I just started to not care about what other people thought. And when I really owned who God created me to be and be okay with it, not because somebody else approved, but because I knew that I was living out what I was meant to do and who I was meant to be. It came from that place of knowing my value and worth of allowing that to be the place that grew my self-confidence of being able to then say, these are the things I do well and I love them. They fuel me because when we are looking for the good inside of us and we are investing ourselves in that, it does make us feel good and it helps us to love our life. And I truly believe that we should love our lives. I don't think God wants us on this earth just to, you know, get through it all. But I think he wants us to love it. And loving our life isn't about always loving the circumstances, but it's being able to say, regardless of circumstance, I love who I am. And I love what I get to do in this season. And I'm not saying that in every season, I've loved everything. But I will say that I love what God has done with all of it. And so, you know, maybe the starting point for you in finding this place of worth and self-confidence is is asking God, is saying to him, God, who did you create me to be? And what is this season supposed to look like right now? What am I missing that I'm not feeling it? Can you help me find that? Can you help me find this thing that you've created me to do, this joy that you've created inside of me? Can you help me to see that? Because I think he wants us to love our lives. I think he wants us to find the good that's inside of us. Those things that he planted, those little seeds that he placed inside of us a long time ago when he was knitting us together in our mother's womb. We all have purpose. Our lives matter. And we're all good at a lot of things if we would just take the time to recognize them and celebrate them. It will make a shift for us. We will live with more confidence. We will take, you know, smart risks. We will go after new dreams and goals. And we'll find ourselves walking in this place where we can say, regardless of circumstance, I love my life. I love this life I get to live. I hope that this has helped you heal. I hope that this has inspired you to look inside yourself and find the good. To believe that there are things of value and worth inside of you that aren't just about what you do, but they're about who you are. 
Next week, we're going to be talking all about our need to be loved and how to let God love us because this is something that comes up a lot. So if you want to hear more about how to build your relationship with God, how to see the ways that he loves you, even when your circumstances don't look great, come back and join me next week. Can't wait to chat with you. Thank you.